On today's show, BMW and VW team up to spark EV sales, Audi announces it's going to take on the Mercedes GL, and the Rainbow Warrior calls it quits. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for January 23rd of 2015. Several years ago, President Obama set the lofty goal of having 1 million electric vehicles on U.S. roads by the end of this year. However, that's not going to happen. Only 280,000 have been sold so far. And Energy Secretary Ernest Moniz says hitting that goal of 1 million is at least a few years away. But in an effort to spark EV sales, BMW and Volkswagen announced they've teamed up to boost the number of EV charging stations around the U.S. The two automakers are partnering with ChargePoint, which operates the largest network of charging stations in the country. The companies plan to install 100 fast charging stations on the east and west coast by the end of this year. Reducing fuel consumption and CO2 emissions is important for automakers, and to help it do that, Cadillac will be adding electrification across its lineup. President Johan de Nyssen said the first steps are advanced powertrains and start-stop technology, and later moving into plug-ins. The brand will also focus on making lighter vehicles. It has a new body shop at its Detroit Hamtramck assembly plant that uses new mixed material manufacturing techniques. These techniques will be used to make its all-new flagship sedan, the CT6, which goes on sale in the fourth quarter of this year. Still to come, car sales are booming in Vietnam. Fiat forces Audi to eat its alphabet soup, and it's the end of the rainbow for one NASCAR driver. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, and by Dow Automotive Systems, breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. To be a student of the auto industry, you need to know what's going on in the world. So today, let's zero in on Vietnam. Car sales there are booming, up nearly 50% last year. The market is dominated by Toyota and Hyundai, which command 75% of all sales. They're followed by Ford and Honda, then come Suzuki and Mitsubishi. Renault, Nissan and Isuzu round out the list of car companies that operate in the country. Vietnam has a population of 93 million people, making it the 15th most populated country in the world. But its GDP is only 39th. If the socialist government delivers on economic reforms that give more power to the private sector, Watch for GDP and car sales to really ramp up. You know, it can be difficult to come up with a name for a vehicle. Maybe that's why we see so many automakers switching to alphanumerics. But Audi is finding out the hard way that it can come back to bite you. The German automaker owns trademarks from Q1 through Q9, except for two of them, Q2 and Q4. And it wants to use those for upcoming models. The only problem is... Fiat owns them. CEO Sergio Marchion would probably sell them, but to put it lightly, he doesn't like the chairman of the VW group, Ferdinand Piecht. So it looks like Audi may be left flailing in the wind until one of those CEOs steps down. And in other Audi news, the automaker will be producing a new full-size SUV to compete with the likes of the Mercedes GL. Audi unveiled the all-new Q7 at the Detroit Auto Show, 
which is its current flagship SUV. But company CEO Rupert Stadler says it needs the vehicle by 2020 to strengthen the brand. Well, like him or hate him, Jeff Gordon is among the most successful NASCAR drivers of all time, and this year will mark the last he will compete full-time for a championship. Gordon is third all-time in wins at 92 and has four series titles. There's a possibility he could compete in select races after this year, although at this time he has no plans to do that. I guess this is the end of the rainbow for Gordon. Coming up next, a look at the growing number of turbo four-cylinders powering today's cars. When you're committed to the job, your tires can't be weak in the knees. Durable, dependable Firestone tires. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. On AutoLine this week, the topic is all about engines. That's because John is joined by editors from Ward's Auto to talk about which engines made their top 10 list for 2015. In the following clip, they discussed the growing trend of turbo four-cylinders and whether they will become the norm. Well, with CAFE regulations being what they are, you know, and, and ramping up to be even stricter, um, I think, yes, you know, you'll still have V6s and V8s out there, but I think they're not going to be as prevalent as they used to be, and you're going to see more electrification and certainly more fuel cells because of um, CARB, California yeah. Resources Board, and the states that follow the CARB rules. Um, okay, so well, automakers are doing this because regulations are forcing them. Will consumers warm up to these turbo four engines like they have to V6s or even v I I think that's a done deal. I mean, yeah, if, you look at, if, if, if you look at the uh, uh, model mix now, uh, and, and a lot of luxury manufacturers now on their entry-level vehicles, whether you're talking Audi, hmm? Mercedes, BMW, uh, BMW, they're, they're, they all you know they offer, all offer four-cylinder uh, turbos that are that are great. I think I think this has already happened. I mean, the, the number Cadillac. of six cylinders we're seeing really are more on the uh, uh, the high luxury side, where again in, in the luxury makes where they're very high output yeah. um, uh, engines and uh, replacing really V8 replacements. And um, now we're seeing you know all these all these great turbo fours, and now the, the the turbo threes are sneaking in on their territory. So we just keep going smaller and smaller. That's uh, a real places. trend that I noticed this year. In fact, I wrote a story about it because it became really stark and apparent to me. I was I was disappointed with the disappearance of the naturally aspirated six-cylinder engine. You know, think back ten years ago in our competition. You know, the Nissan VQ, the three-liter, and then the three-five V6. Uh, the Honda Accord 3.5-liter, uh, uh, Toyota with the Lexus 3.5, uh, Cadillac with the 3.6-liter V6. I mean, all those engines are still in production and they're good engines, but they haven't been updated. You know, these are, they've basically, you know, most of the market has kind of ignored the naturally aspirated six cylinders to do things like a two-liter turbo that can deliver the same fuel economy, or that can deliver the same power, in some cases more power, and still hopefully getting similar or better fuel economy. To learn more about which engines made Ward's top 10 and why, you can watch that entire discussion right now on our website, Autoline.tv. And don't miss our coverage of the National Auto Dealers Association's annual meeting in San Francisco. 
We'll start posting interviews from that show today and into next week. So check them out if you're interested in what's happening on the retail side of the business. Anyway, that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching and have a great weekend. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.